In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. We're going to go, we're going to, go to the phones because I have a, a, a call in from Dayton, Ohio. This is Will in Dayton. I know that Will has a, a, uh, a clinical background, and I'm very curious. Will, Will takes care of COVID patients, hmm. and he's been on the front line during this pandemic. So he's seen this from, yes, you and I have seen it from, from the administrative level, but we're up, on the, we're up on the 30th floor. Well, maybe you're not. Yeah. I'm definitely up on the third floor. Was, I'm not going anywhere near. I'm still on the second floor. I'm I never made it no back to the second floor. Door, but but you but you might be a little bit closer. So, Will, first of all, it's good to talk to you. It's been a it's been a long time. Uh, I wanted you to call in to the politics hour so we could talk about guns and our affinity for the AR-15, the AK-47, the SP-5, and other automatic flamethrower chopper style guns. But that's not, I know that's not why you called in to, to talk. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to step aside. Um, what, what are some of your experience, you being a clinician, you seeing this healthcare thing straight up, you've seen it through COVID, you've seen it through other chronic illnesses. What, what are your thoughts about, about what Isaac and myself are talking about? Man, let me tell you what. First of all, I just want to say shout out James, shout out Isaac. I haven't seen Isaac in about 20 years, since, shoot, 25 years maybe since high school. So, oh, hey, this man, is that, Will? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, been, it's been 10 summers easy. But, yeah, man, like, uh, I mean, you guys are just dead on, man, from the mental health to the to the the, the, the disparities, you know, that we, that we, that we do see um, amongst black people. Um, COVID was rough. COVID mm. was rough, man. It lost a lot of good people, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh and I want to before before you go on, man. I want to salute you because I follow you on on your gram, and you mm-hmm. are always putting nuggets of wisdom out there. And you were in the vortex of this. You were there when people lives were being Bro. lost. You were a part of that. And Bro. and I think just from a mental health, Isaac, mm-hmm. we got to rally around our nurses and doctors that yeah. That, yeah. that actually Bro. took care of this. I mean, there's got to be PTSD. In people like yourself and Will, you've always been strong and you've always been someone that articulated your experience. And you've been very candid about your thought about vaccination, your thoughts about the rate of death and all of that. So I just I want to salute you, man, and and all of the other people that are out there listening that have been a part of, of of trying to get on the other side of this pandemic. So definitely salute. But before you go on, I just wanted to say that before before you went on with your comments. Oh, man, I, I appreciate that, man. That really means a lot, man. And, and yes, the pandemic has definitely affected my uh, uh, psyche, if you will. You know, and we, you know, as you guys were saying, you know, we try to stay strong as black men, this, that, and the other. But uh, yeah, so I do see some uh, counseling here in my near future. <laughs> you know, uh, it is. I'm it glad. Is hey, I'm glad is. to hear you say that, brother. I'm glad to hear you say that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. So, so I work in a a, a psych-related nursing home in West Dayton. Okay. And. Uh, Oh my goodness! Like, just it's 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 this has been one of the saddest things I've ever seen. In Which my is life, the hood? Man. West Dayton is the hood. Yeah, oh yeah, it's in the hood, man. Right. It's in the hood, and literally everybody in my building caught it. Everybody, mm. you know, everybody in the building caught it, and we lost out of 180 patients, we lost 40. 
Oh my goodness! You know, so that's, yeah, yeah, and it was, it was, it was, it was bad, you know. But we we survived it. Um, you literally talk about a quarter death rate almost, twenty five percent. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. real. It's oh, real. Yeah. Now yeah. I will say this. I will say this. Given the and I don't know the correct uh, lingo to use for the money side of things, but there was a there was a huge involvement with with the money. With this, with this whole thing, and there were patients mm-hmm. that you know had had to wait to be approved mm-hmm. for me to see them, you know, because because they can't swallow, they can't eat, they can't chew, right. and then the, the 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 following the system and wait for the approval, the insurance certification. By the time I get in there to see them, they've got an open mouth posture, which basically means they dying. You know, mm-hmm. I could have made a difference, got me in there a week earlier. You know what I'm saying? So. That, that sort of thing does weigh on your mind a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I lost some, some people I was very, very close to, but I just want to, you know, really just salute you guys and just drawing attention to, you know, men's health because it's something that we don't really take, uh, right. we don't really take seriously, especially as we don't take men. it seriously I, until I, we got to get a stint. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I was gonna say I've been hypertensive since Oakwood. Oh wow. Don't know that. Wow. Yeah, man. I don't know. Benign, ran through all the tests. We don't know. Been on the medication. So I've been uh, fortunate to have been one of those people that, you know, have been going to the doctor for the past 20 years to manage my blood pressure, you know. So, uh, and see, that's funny, Will, because you, I would look at you, you're in shape. You're not overweight. Um, You know, I know that you're an active person and athletic person. So, Sometimes there's that element too, Isaac. People yeah. just feel like they have a certain body type. It's like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm in shape. Yeah, I'll yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be all right. Absolutely. So, Will, but Will, That's tell me, tell problem, me this. Especially amongst us as men, we get to feeling invincible. We're in right. shape. You know, right. the outside looks good, aesthetic. Right. You know, the outside looks good, but what's going on on the inside of your body? You so, Will, Will, tell on? me this. Well, tell me this. You and another thing that I I would like to see more of is this black men and this black physicians. Yeah, getting um, the the help that they need because they're at the the top of the food yeah. chain, and I think mm. you know they know right from wrong. They know this area, but how many of them are actually going to get the counseling that they need? Mm. You know, in the dealing with these patients and the dealing with the loss, and you know, and all and all of that sort of thing. So, I mean, it's it's man. I don't I don't think anybody has all the answers, man. But I, I can't just, imagine yeah, losing forty people that I knew in a couple of months. I got this. I can't imagine Amazing. that as colleagues or people that you work with and you have some level oh, of relationships man. with people, even if they're yeah. elderly. I just can't imagine uh, using, losing mm-hmm. that many people. You got a question for, for Will? Yeah, Will. So it sounds like you yeah. manage your health care very well. What is your motivation? Because it sounds like you know what's going to happen if you don't manage hypertension. You seem to be educated oh. on, on what those next steps are. But what's your motivation to, to stay on top of it? I'll be honest question. with you. My motivation literally is my family, yeah. you know, and unfortunately I'm worth, worth more dead than alive, but they don't need me dead. I've got three young girls, right. you know, I've got to stick around. I've got to stick around for them. And, and, and I'll tell you this, man, a friend of ours, I'm not going to mention his name, uh, James, you would know him from Oakwood recently had a stroke. Mm. He's our age. Mm. This guy is our age had a major stroke in the occipital lobe of his brain. Oh, wow. He was out running marathons and doing all of this stuff. Yeah, friend, two friends of you know, mine died like that. But you're not going right. to the doctor. Right. 
you know, and and and, and checking on the the inside. Yep. You're worried about the outside and your endurance and all that stuff. For me, it was my it was my family, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'll, I'll be I'll have a moment of honesty with you. I, I fought against that vaccine. I don't didn't really want it, uh, <laughs> and I'll never admit it on Instagram. <laughs> But I did end up getting it, and I I got it literally only for my brother's mental health. Nah, I think that that is that's a, a another conversation that I think is pertinent. Um, people, I've 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 run up against people, um, both of you guys, and it's good having another healthcare person on. I've had people, uh, Will, that that told me I was sheep for getting the vaccine. They told mm-hmm. me I was sheep. They told me I was sellout because I've been someone that's kind of promoted. I've used my healthcare platform and my relationships as a as a healthcare executive and consultant to promote. I've always been a person that said, "Hey, I want people to educate. I'm not trying to jam this thing into your arm. Educate yourself. Make a decision. If yeah. it's not for you, then there's nothing wrong with saying that it's not for you. What mm-hmm. I what I get frustrated with is spankies that want to make the decision for you mm-hmm. and say, I'm not going to take it. So Isaac, if you get it, Will, if you get it, you're a sucker. You know, you're getting played, you're getting played by yeah. the white man. You get mm-hmm. played by the depopulation. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're getting into the info wars, uh, Alex Jones, people of the world. Um, right. I think what, what is, I don't work on the front lines with members, although working in healthcare. So I can't really do what I do and then not take the vaccine what was your thought process as someone who was actually in um, in a skilled nursing facility, a nursing home? What was your thought process, and what do your colleagues and coworkers think? Because I'm sure all of them don't want to take the vaccine. You're in West Dayton. You're out in Trotwood, probably. That's that's a yep. black area, so we know that that's a part. That's the side of town where there's there's mm-hmm. less trust in that west side of Dayton than anywhere else. And it's not like Miamisburg. It's not like uh, Kettering. It's not like some of those other areas. So what, what what's yeah. kind of the, the water cooler or coffee talk that you guys are having, people that work in that facility on if, if they wanted to get it or not? So essentially it just boils down to distrust. And I feel like, you mm. know, we've been distrust so long and we look at situations like the Tuskegee experiment and right. uh, various myriad other situations in which you know our government has let us down, not only as a, 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 a United States but as, as Black people as well. And so the conversation is just huge distrust. They do not trust it. Live from the Paragon Seven Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Seven Studios. Did you know that African-Americans have the lowest vaccination rates, but have experienced the largest decrease in life expectancy during the COVID-19 pandemic? Our HealthCast series brings in the best and brightest minds in the industry to focus on facts, not fear or political theater. Avoid shaming and misinformation. Research the data. Talk to your primary care physician about risk factors. Ultimately, it's your body and your decision. This is Lance J. Wishing you a happy and a healthy James Lewis. I love guns. Just for the record, I'm all over the the map today. I I love guns. 
one thing about me, a lot of people don't know. Um, if you see me in Nashville, there is a 99.9% chance that I'm armed. Because in, in Nashville and in Tennessee, you can, you can carry concealed. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. I always got the toast on me. I'm not a thug. I live in a gated community. I'm not trying to be a tough guy, but I, but I always have a gun on me. I always have a burner on me all the time because it's legal. It's my right as an American to, got the, to, to have the strap. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network Best of Episode. A lot of people don't remember this beat. This is a P-Rock beat. I don't know. It comes back to the East Coast, West Coast thing. I don't think you West Coasters really know about P-Rock. I tend to think Pete Rock, we we were talking about the GOAT in the first segment. If Pete Rock's not the GOAT, he's pretty daggone close. Like, um, everybody knows the Pete Rock, CL Smooth, they reminisce over you, all of that. (laughs) But Pete Rock's done so many dope beats over the years for for others. This is a song he did with Lars Professor way, way back in the day. Um, His sampling techniques and, and his skill behind the turntables is up there. Pete Rock, DJ Premier, Dr. Dre. Jay Dilla, Mad Lib. That's kind of my my Mount Rushmore, so to speak. Speaking of hip-hop, uh, this being a, a hip-hop and sports talk show, we really one of the few that, that do it this way. Uh, we're always talking sports, always talking hip-hop on, on the Lance J Radio Network. We're here live in Phoenix, Arizona, KDUS, The Deuce, 1060 AM. Um, but we'll always have that Philly flavor. Um, we started off... Um, on 610 Sports WTEL in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A lot of the team is back in Philly. Um, we interview a lot of individuals from the Philadelphia metropolitan area in the hip-hop community. They show us mad love. We're going to continue to show them mad love. Right. So speaking of that, I want to have um, one, of, one of Philly's finest is, is joining us today, a member of the Grammy Award-nominated group, the, the Young Guns. Also a member of State Property with, with Beanie Siegel and Freeway and a lot of other cats that, that are very well-known. Uh, MC's been in the game many, many years. Um, Want to have Neef Buck on the show. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Neef. Man, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Neef. Chilling, man. I'm good, man. Thank you all for uh, giving me the opportunity and the platform to, you know, let the people uh, know what's going on, um, know what I got going on. Right now I'm shooting a video. <laughs> One of my records that's on Five Do Me Nine. I just dropped Five Do Me Nine on my birthday, March the thirtieth. So everybody, y'all are tuning, all the listeners, y'all go make sure y'all go get Five Do Me Nine. It's on all digital platforms. But I'm shooting a, um, I'm shooting a video to a record called um, Can't Do Right right now. As we speak, I took some time out to get on the phone and chop it up with y'all. It was good. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It's, uh, that's dope. I actually want to let let my lovely co-host kind of step to the scene because you and you and her have kind of crossed paths uh, at one point in time. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. so Ray. <laughs> hey, how you doing? 
Hey, how you doing? How I'm are doing you? Good. What's going on? I'm doing good. So I was telling James, I was like, oh, yeah, Neef, I did the Young Guns No Better Love video with you guys in the mountains. Wow. Right? Wow. Yes. Yeah. I was at the party yeah. in the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> that was love. <laughs> yes, that's that still dope. on my playlist that's, to this day. That, that's like that, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's one thing about us, man. We try to uh, make forever music, music that's timeless, music that lasts forever, and you can play it from 10, 20 years from now. It's just going to still you get that same vibe and that right. same feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. That's what we lack in the day. So, you know, right. I'm no just doubt. trying to keep, keep, keep that going, man. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Keep that, keep that up. Yep, yep, yep. No, that's what's up, man. That was dope, man. That was one of my first treatments that I wrote for oh, videos. Yeah? I wrote that tro- yeah, I wrote that whole treatment. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that, that was, was probably dope, you know? that was in the, my young and cracking days, but that was <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, like that uh, was the dope. second video. That was like the second video I ever did. I was just I was uh, doing videos kind of in between college, mm-hmm. home, you know, home from college. Did a couple of videos then, so I was doing it then. You gotta reach out to me on Instagram, DM me so Most I can follow back and check you out for mm-hmm. sure. Most deaf. Paragon 7 7 Studio So I want to do a top 5 dead or alive on the best cereals in the history and Jeremy you're always welcome to be a part uh, of the top 5 dead or alive you can oh, chime I in have Ray, a Ray lot is not of here Ray is not here this week uh, Ray's not feeling well. Her and I were arguing about this all week. Um, but I'm going to do a top five dead or alive best cereals in the history. Now, before I start, I preface it. I grew up in a house where I was not allowed to eat really, really good cereal. Um, my parents didn't want my teeth to rot. They didn't want me to get fat. Um, they actually did the right thing. I grew up eating basic four and Rice Krispies with no sugar, just the real basic stuff. It wasn't until I got to college and in many ways, it wasn't until I was an adult where I could make my own decisions, where, where I started having my own cereal, and then subsequently I started having a cavity occasionally and, and started getting fat. So I guess my parents were right, uh, but we're going to go beyond that. So cue the music. Here's the top five dead or alive for, for cereals, uh, Last Day Radio Network. Number five, Honey Nut Cheerios. Now, I started by saying that Honey Nut Cheerios embodies what I was allowed to eat. I wasn't allowed to eat cereal with a lot of sugar in it. So we never had any of the real sugary cereals in my house. That just was not an option. Every once in a while, I was able to get my hands on some Honey Nut Cheerios, usually when I was at my grandparents' house. And if you get some Honey Nut Cheerios, it's kind of good for you. You know, it has the the the, the bran and, and all of that stuff that's in Cheerios. You know, it's good for your cholesterol and good for your heart. But it has that splash of honey nut and if you're me and you're able to sneak my mom was an avid uh, tea drinker so we always had honey in the house and then I would take honey and pour it on the honey nut Cheerios making it a a, a very good uh, a very good breakfast also Kevin Garnett said that uh, Carmelo Anthony's wife Lala tasted like honey nut Cheerios so that's another reason that they're they're the number number five on the list number four Frosted Flakes. Now, Frosted Flakes is the quintessential bad-for-you, sugary 
um, too many grams of sugar, not good for your kids and teeth breakfast. It's basically, you know, it's in the, the Kellogg's family of cereals. You have Raisin Bran and you have Special K. It's all the same crap. Like, uh, there's no difference between Frosted Flakes and, and Raisin Bran or any of the other cereals, except for the fact that Frosted Flakes are completely coated end-to-end in sugar. Now, I wasn't allowed to have Frosted Flakes growing up as a kid. That was like contraband in the house. But once again, Jeremy, if you remember school lunch, school breakfast. Yes, I do. You had those little boxes. The, yeah, the little you boxes. You the little boxes. Yeah. So, see, my parents didn't know that when they sent me to school for breakfast, they had the little itty-bitty box, and you could pour the milk it, into uh, the into box. Because the bags were coated exactly. with uh, wax. Exactly. Yeah. Coated in wax, polyurethane bags. So I was able to get my fix occasionally for Frosted Flakes, and that's why Frosted Flakes is, is my number four. I wouldn't advise eating that every day. Number three, I'm going to hit people with a curveball because people aren't going to be expecting this. To me, the third best cereal, and I discovered this cereal as an adult, is Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. Now, Captain Crunch within itself is not really that good. It's kind of funny tasting. It's kind of this half wheat, half corn pop type of thing. You know, it's in the same genres as, as corn pops. I tell you, Kellogg's, I, I happen to be a seven-day Adventist, and Kellogg's is owned by the by the seven-day Adventist corporation. Kellogg's is, is, is up in Berrien Springs, Michigan. And it's funny because seven-day Adventism, a lot of people in, in the Adventist church are, are vegan and, uh, you know, preach about different lifestyles and sugar. Kellogg's has probably killed zillions of people with this with this type of cereal. So it's kind of it's very very funny um, for individuals that are listening from Oakwood University that that grew up around the Seventy Avenue Church. And and, and Captain Crunch leaves like a film in your mouth. It leaves a film, but a positive film to me. It might not be a positive film to you, but those Crunch Berries, if you get the right mixture of the berries, and it leaves great milk. Just to have, if you run out of the cereal and you have that milk and you have the the red and the green and the blue swirling around the milk and you can kind of drink what's rest what's left of the milk, that's a great feeling. And Crunch Berries, when, when I got into college, I started eating Crunch Berries, that was always the way that I would start my morning on a Sunday with, with some Crunch Berry cereal. Then I'd go out and play some ball and, and do stuff that you do when you're 20, 21 and have a good metabolism. Have you ever had Oops All Berries? It's all the berries. I've never had. That. That's interesting. So it's all berries. That it's is really, is. really interesting. Yeah, I, I did not good. know that. Number two, as we get into the top two, Golden Grab cereal. Now, Golden Grabs is more in the cinnamon toast crunch category. It's that type of cereal. It's a flat, like a wheat, um, you know, type of cereal. But Golden Grabs just has the perfect mixture and splash of, of, of honey and it just tastes awesome. I used to eat Golden Grams, and I feel I feel ashamed. But you know, I was younger then, and and, and thin, and all this stuff. I would eat like four bowls of Golden Golden Grams at a time. Sometimes I would eat four bowls of Golden Grams at like eight thirty at night. Like I just had a craving for Golden Grams. Once again, it leaves the milk tasting so fantastic like the milk's just good you just can't get enough it's like something you just overeat and you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat you just can't stop eating it now i know that that's going to be controversial jeremy because a lot of people have different cereals that they like there are a lot of there are a lot of uh fruity pebbles people 
and some of the other ones, but I see Golden Grams as the second best cereal, it's first that, at least that I've ever had. It's that I, I was surprised by that pick. I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, it's not a bad cereal. I wouldn't put it in my top five. I mean, you know, listen, I'm just from from the younger kids' point of view. I'd say like that's an old man pick. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, I'm you know I just turned 40, so I'm uh, kind of getting into the get off my lawn <laughs> territory. But then we get to the number one cereal. Of all time. Now, if you don't like it, hit me at Last J Radio Network. Call in 602-260-1060. To me, this is not even up for debate. If you disagree with me, you're wrong. There's no, you know, I opened the show talking about, hey, we got to look at different sides of the corn. Darn that. There's only one proper answer for the number one cereal of all time. And that is Cookie Crisp. Oh, Cookie Crisp no. is the best no. cereal. There's nothing more. No. Cookie Crisp is literally starting your day with 150 small cookies dipped in milk. Oh. How can you beat that? No. You're just having cookies and milk for breakfast. Like, there's nothing. What's better to someone who's like nine years old to start their day off and, and knock down a couple of hundred chocolate chip cookies in milk? If you were me, and you were able to get some chocolate milk, Cookie Crisp in chocolate milk is even better than Cookie Crisp in regular milk. Now, I will say... it's Listen, it's what you think you want, okay? It sounds good in theory, but those don't taste like real cookies, first off. They don't taste like real chopped chip cookies. And it's, 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 a, it's a ploy. It's a marketing scheme, man. The best cereal of all time is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is pretty good. I'm just not a, I'm not a big fan of cinnamon. I will say, oh, Jeremy. See, now I love cinnamon, man. I, I'm all about it. All of these cereals, all jokes aside, you know, I work in healthcare in my day job. <laughs> when you look back retrospectively, now that I'm 40 and get a cholesterol test and getting blood pressure tests, it probably is not wise to start your child off with 200 chocolate chip cookies and milk i mean if you're eating if you're knocking back tricks and cinnamon toast tr- uh crunch and golden grams and crunch berries and cookie crisp for breakfast at nine it's very likely that at 49 you're going to be seeing the endocrinologist and the the cavity doctor you're you're going to be having a lot of interactions with with healthcare providers you probably shouldn't eat that stuff which is why I thank my mother. I know my mother's listening down in Huntsville, Alabama. Thank you, Mom, for not letting me corrupt my own body with that stuff as a kid. You said wait until you're an adult, and then you can eat all of that stuff and, and make yourself sick. But I have – there are other people that have like a 15- or 20-year head start on eating terrible food than I have. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from with that. But you're missing, you're missing French Toast Crunch off of that list. That's bomb. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's made by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The little pieces look like toast, and it and it's got a like a maple flavor, like you're eating French toast. What did you think about Lucky Charms? I always hated Lucky Charms. I thought Lucky uh, Charms was disgusting. I think it's just it's again, there's not enough marshmallows in it. You're going into it for the marshmallows, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm but not really stale, a fan of marshmallows. But, but, well, I just and don't. they're stale. I mean, I'm not a big fan. I love my wife loves uh, loves uh, loves those. I'm not a big fan. Um, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios are very good. Most people wouldn't put them in their top five, but I think it's an underrated cereal. People think of it too much as a health healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy. I mean, anything that, I mean, if you look at the sugar content on that stuff and the cholesterol, it's just as bad as as pretty much all the rest of the stuff. And then uh, 
Cocoa Krispies, man. It's the Rice Krispies with the chocolate version. Cocoa Krispies to, is pretty have, good. Now, Cocoa Krispies, I may have messed up. That might deserve to be in the top five. And it, I, I don't know if it still reassess. does, but it used to have the monkey on the on the box. It had their. It was like that was the mascot, and he was he was. I was always like he was cool looking. When I was a kid, and I liked it, and it would turn it into chocolate milk. So when you're done, you had a bowl of chocolate milk. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.